and refit more popcorn. Shut up and refit more popcorn. Like every Tuesday, y'all come together and live. And we were always there. The past few months, we were doing every other. But no matter what, like especially me, I was super committed that Tuesday, 730. Even if Richie wasn't here, I would find somebody to fill in or to even do it myself. Yeah. If I was on vacation, I would still do like something while I was on vacation. I would, you know, stream from the hotel or the wherever the fuck we were, or Richie would do it. There was always something on Tuesday at 730. I mean, if I can say if we missed five Tuesdays during, you know, the one episode one to two ninety. I'm overshooting. Like, we didn't even miss five. You know, there, there was maybe, like, three that we missed. It was a time that so, they took y'all off of YouTube, right? Or they, or you could only be on YouTube because they took you off for... Because I know when I started listening to y'all, it was about 2016, 2017, around that We summertime. did get a strike at one point, And we, had yeah. a, we have another channel that we had a backup channel. So we were over there. But, uh, again, at that time, you know, we were heavy on the brand. And, you know, the brand yeah. wasn't really a complete pay everything and it was you know you pay i think it was four bucks a month and you got everything there was yeah. no tears there was none of that so those times were, were probably our best times because we were getting a lot of a lot more exposure um there wasn't so much on the brand that you know we were very easy to find there was maybe like eight shows on the brand at the time which now that you know there's probably like 20 of them on there. Who the hell knows even yeah. at this point? <laughs> so, uh, you know, but lately, you know, the numbers have been going down. You know, there's no new subscribers. There's no, the views aren't there. And as far as, you know, and what passion. happens on the brand, we don't know because I ask and, you know, they don't really know. They just know that it gets downloaded. But if you subscribe to the brand on like iTunes or whatever, everything gets downloaded. Because if you subscribe to something, it automatically downloads. So I'm like, yeah. all right, it's getting downloaded. But are people listening? And from what I can tell, it didn't seem like people were. So I kind of really started to wear on me. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing this for? If we're getting 100 views a week. And I know, you know, some people are like, hey, 100 views is great. I'm like, yeah, it was. But we were doing three to 500 a week at one point. And now we're down to, you know, if we get 100, we're lucky. You know, so I'm like, ah, it, it kind of stung a little bit. It kind of hurt out of my, yourself, uh, right? like, my drive to do it. Yeah. It's like the same people every week. And I love all of you guys that listen every week. You know, I'm not trying to put that down i appreciate Which, it i love it yeah but you know, you want to grow 20 isn't going to keep me from doing it and i'm not i'm not in the the mode of i love doing this still you know like yeah. i love doing this honestly more than even my own show lately like i like going on other people's shit because it's different it's something you know new it's a new person you know me and richie every week it would just be me and him john wouldn't come so just me and him we can talk all day me and richie mm. but it, it just kind of became monotonous where I'm like, ah, oh, it's just Richie again, you know? And it's hard because we have similar interests, but we don't. And when there's a third person there, it's easy for Richie to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then if the other guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about, then it makes sense to kind of explain it and let everybody riff. But when yeah. it's just me and Richie, he'll word, one word answer me and be like, yeah. Or he'll be like, <laughs> right. Or, yes. And I'm like, all right, I guess we're just moving on then. Like, He'll give me nothing sometimes. And when he yeah. does that, when someone else is here, I can go, well, what do you think? And they'll typically help me out and, and give me something. Yeah. So you know, I, I think Richie's spent too because he opened the barbershop. He's working seven days a week from nine in the morning to nine at night probably. So he's just – he's spent too, and I get it. I don't fault him. I don't fault anyone for it. I think we just, you know, we just need a little, a little time 
off from doing this. And I think, you know, when we come back, it'll feel fresh again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, whenever y'all do come back, I'll be there to to watch and download. And, and I, I really like the audio because I'm able to listen to it work and stuff. Because when you open yeah. up YouTube, you can't lock your phone and listen to it. It, it shuts down everything. So I had yeah, a process yeah, no, of no, taking of downloading and just ripping the audio and just putting in a different player. And I was able to do that for a lot of the episodes that I had to catch up on and stuff. But, I mean, that, honestly, that was all Jeff Lane and the brand, like a huge shout out to them because me and Richie have no idea how to do that. I, I couldn't even begin where to start with it, but getting it on YouTube and all the mm-hmm. other podcast plays, Spotify. After the show would air, I would just send it over to Jeff, give him a little description, and he would do all that work. So if it wasn't for Jeff and the brand, you know, which was a huge reason why, you know, I always stuck with them. You know, we didn't get the biggest promotion. We barely ever got spoken about, if at all, you know, but the fact that they were getting us out there on all those other platforms really meant a lot to me where I was like, all right, all that other shit doesn't matter because at least we're on Spotify. At least we're on you know, iTunes, at least, you know, we're getting the exposure in other places. So that part of it really, really helped out a lot. And, you know, really, uh, appreciated that Jeff, you know, I don't think he likes us too much though. So, you know, it is what it is, but Vince loves us. We love Vince. We love the brand. We love being a part of it. I, I spoke to him, you know, last week and told them the whole deal and he completely understood. And, you know, he, he always says the door's always open for what, when and if we come back, or even if I do something else, you know, if I decide just to do something on my own, I know Vince would be like, just send it to me and I'll, I'll put it out there. So we love, we love him. We love uncle, uncle Vince. Oh yeah. Huge, huge fan of his. I got, I started with his uh, brand podcast uh, when it came out on podcast one and I took it off mm-hmm. of the interview before. I mean, I grew up watching WCW and when his Vince character came out on TV you know, he was the heel. He was a person you wanted to hate. And then afterwards, you hear all these stories and all this and that. I heard it from the horse's mouth when he appeared on Stone Cold's podcast of all this stuff. And it's just like, this dude ain't that bad. Okay, I'm intrigued. Well, Let me hear crazy. more. Trash Vince, if you notice, none of them are A-level wrestlers. They're all C, maybe B-level. They're all guys that... Maybe have a chip on their shoulder. But they couldn't get over on them. There's a certain point where you got to get over on your own. Yeah. You know, like he wrote for Rock, he wrote for Austin, he wrote for Taker, but they got over on their own. You yeah. know what I mean? Like their characters got them over. It wasn't Vince that got them over. His writing, I'm sure, and the storylines helped, of course. You know, I'm not going to discredit him at all. But there's a point where he can only do so much, and yeah. now it's on you as a performer yeah. to go out there and deliver. And a lot of the guys that bitch about him, they're all, like I said, C and B level guys. People that don't, Austin, um, yeah. Kevin Nash, even you know praised him. Even Rock. Kurt Angle spoke good about him. Yeah. Uh, I think there's, I, I know this audio of Flair trashing him, but there's also audio of Flair praising him and saying you know he was good to work with as a writer. Like yeah. a lot of people, they can't put down his writing skills. You know, as a booker, who you know, it is what it is. You know that that that's a different story. But as a writer and as someone who, you know, worked with the guys and, you know, was actually working with them, not just blowing them off. He would listen to them. He would take their ideas into consideration. He might not use it, but he would listen to you. The people that, you know, again, he wouldn't give all the focus to. Those are the ones that go out and blast him. Those are the ones who, you know, try to shit on him to get their name still out there. They're using his name to get their Twitter handle 
you yeah. know, a few more followers or their podcast, a yeah. few more listeners. Like, like, you know, you look at someone like Cornette, that guy can't go an episode without mentioning Vince. He can't. And he knows if I do, it's going to draw more people in. Yeah. You know, it's going to draw the, the marks in. It's going to draw the people that think he killed WCW in. I'm going to get more people by using his name. Yeah. And that's just who Vince has become. He be, he's become this punching bag. But he also he doesn't give a shit because he knows the people that matter. You know, even Rock. There was that tweet from Rock where Rock was like, I fucking love Vince Russo. Working with him was great. I forget the exact wording, but it was yeah, basically I'm... that. Where The Rock was like, this guy was awesome. You know, I would never say anything bad about him. And you look at people like that and go, these are the top elite guys. The elite guys. And they have nothing but good things to say about him. So... Where is everyone else getting this shit from that, you know, he, he was a, a, a bad guy, a racist or he was so racist. He put the belt on Booker T. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. So racist right? that he, he wanted to get rid of all the old guys and put the belt on a black guy. That, you know, so you look at stuff like that when people say shit about him and you go, you're, you're just trying to get your name out there yourself. That's yeah. really all it is. And, you know, he's an easy way to do it mm-hmm. because a lot of people believe all the bullshit about him. Yeah. Well, Rocky, shout, out Uncle shout out to Vince Russo. 